The following program is a podcast1.com production. And here it is. That's right. It's the Mike and Drew podcast, <laughs> the best podcast on earth. What? Ooh, what? Uh, Ariana Grande. Just look at a picture of her. Ooh. Who's that? She's some girl. Jeez, we had a Beyonce concert at the Rose Bowl this weekend. It, oh, it Beyonce made, and her husband. Yeah, husband in quotes. What is going on there? Do you have any idea? Have you heard no. about that? No. I mean, wait, have I heard about it? Of course. What'd it's you hear? A, you can't get away from. But what'd you hear? I heard they're pro- looking at getting a divorce. Yeah. That, I mean, you don't. Because? What I've, what I've realized um, from being a fly on the dog shit that is my wife's. No. Left okay, behind by your wife and her friends. My wife. Yeah is tangentially involved in the inner circle of Hollywood. Yeah. And then she takes a big shit, and then yeah. I'm the fly that comes and right. pecks at that shit. I understand. Is that there's absolutely no story, even in like really valuable, really, really accountable press sources, that's 100% true that comes out of Hollywood. Right. All stories, even ones that are kind of true, have like... A good, a good smattering of bullshit. I mean, weird, weird twisting. Yeah, it's just like it's just yeah. like it, that's not true. I mean, like they'll do stories about like Kate Hudson. It's just like crazy. Like I don't know. I mean, I'm not like some Hollywood A list guy or anything. Mm. But I'll be with certain celebrities in some place some weekend, and then like that week I'll go to uh, to the supermarket and see Us Weekly and be like. So and so caught cheating somewhere else, and it's like no, no. I was You're at with Coachella them. with her. Yeah, she yeah. wasn't in St. Bart's with. Matt I Damon. I know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not true. Patently not true, you know? But there's a book out there I would strongly recommend to people called Trust Me, I'm Lying. Right. And it's about how much bullshit goes down as fact in the media today. And that the people that write blogs and, you know, make Twitter, what, what people are going for clicks and, and views and likes. Mm-hmm. And that's it. No concern for the truth. Yeah. Zero. And then the really scary thing is if it gets reported in enough places that's getting traction, a legitimate news agency may pick it up and report as factual. It's unreal. It is unreal. Trust me, I'm lying by a guy named Ryan Holiday. It's it's I it's worth your time. Because I've been the object of that He's, many You know that's times. Billy, Billy Holiday's grandson? No, not. No. Trust mm-hmm. me, I'm lying. The show. <laughs> See? But but I remember the endometriosis thing. Oh yeah. I, okay. So that started getting reported on quote legitimate websites. Yeah. And I asked them to rescind it because they were it was absolute total fabrication bullshit. Right. I was they, here. But what they reported was what was you know five incarnations down people were saying I said as opposed to sure. listening to the tape. And I I said here's the tape, rescind that. Well I want to I want to I want to recant that. No, sorry. Sue us. They don't yeah. give a fuck. They don't care. They don't give a fuck. And and people get hurt. Sure. This I, I complain about this a lot, the mob mentality that goes on in media. It is really concerning that what goes on in the the social media space. People's people lose jobs, people you're, oh, it's you're smirking. Because yeah, it's a festering sore of shit. You but, know, but it's but it's has it has Serious implications. Implications in the real world. Oh, yeah. If it were just what people were talking about, who hey, gives a rat's hey, ass? Hey, uh, talk to President Clinton. I mean, it was all these legitimate uh, Washington Post, the New York Times. These were people that were trying to break the Lind- uh, Linda Tripp you know, stuff. Yeah. And it wasn't until this rogue website that didn't give a fuck about who they fucked over 
the Drudge Report, you know, Matt Drudge is like, I'll print any, you know, yeah. I got a legitimate source. Linda Tripp says right here that Monica, she has tapes of Monica Lewinsky saying she blew the president. Yeah. Boom. On, you know what I'm saying? Back yeah, but in the, th- but that, hey, he had something to back up what he my was point saying. Be, my point being that. Forget President Clinton. No, no, no. He, he should have been concerned about my it. My point being is that when you say that these uh, people who aren't legitimate journalists can have serious implications it got a guy impeached i mean that's no, about what it. i'm saying is lies become truth sure. and that's not fair well, and then people swarm around the lies and it becomes a truth that people can't defend themselves think, it's one thing when the guy's screwing with the, some chick in the oval office that, right. that he he should that should be reported on who was the who was the or the, do we disagree on that that no. shouldn't be reported on? yeah who's the one? Uh, no i don't think it should be reported yeah. you don't I, think it should be reported on i don't think i don't think i give a shit I really think that the, if the smartest, most – I think if the smartest, most uh, noble politician that is the best leader for our country is cheating on his wife, I truly give a fuck. Then don't don't pretend. Then don't pretend. What? That, that things are so great with your wife and you go to church. That's fine. That'd be no, a yeah, you know, that's, that's fine. That's part of the machine of, of, of <sighs> politics. And media. Yeah, 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 yeah. But listen <laughs> – I mean, we're gonna get on, and I, this is coming from the mouth of a of a card carrying uh, Republican. I'm not. I'm probably not gonna vote that way again, but uh, I'll probably vote for Nader if he, if he runs. That's what yeah. I'm saying, yeah. Um, but uh, but my point being that I'm not. I'm not here to make excuses for President Clinton, but yeah. many a great American man, many a great American president, fucked around on his wife. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's not like we can't get. <laughs> Harding, you saw that crap that came out about him. Martin though. Luther King, for Christ's sake! Oh yeah, you know? I mean he had plenty of mistresses, yep. you know. But I, I, I don't dig that myself. I, I don't, I don't and, personally and engage in it. I mean, I, I would never think to do. But that. I, I, they, these people go down in my, in my esteem a lot. I agree. When they do, when I agree with that. But I also so kind of want to know. I also think that there's a big difference between guys, and you're a very, uh, you're a very accomplished person, a very ambitious guy. But I still think there's a difference as far as like killer instinct between you and a, and a U.S. president. Like what it takes to be a person that gets to the to the White House, you have a certain kind of disconnect when it comes to moral shit. <laughs> you know, it really does. Like, I don't think Bill Clinton's. I don't think JFK is a bad guy. I don't think you know these people are bad people. I just think that what it takes the the blood hunger you have to have to be able to filter all the way to the top and be that puppet for for the entire country. Mm-hmm. You got to kind of have a different, like a moral, like a like a like a. Like, got to be a bit immoral, you know, at times. Right? I always thought that Reagan had an exquisite moral compass. And we're hearing more and more and more that it was even more. Yeah, but we're also hearing more and more and more about how he was well aware of certain kind of atrocities that he'd be committing in places like Nicaragua and, and you know, oh, Afghanistan and things like that. That, that you know? he'd be committing? That well, he's signing I mean, on for? He, yeah, it wasn't like, like he, in 1988, it was very easy to believe President Reagan, like, I these are things that, Oliver North and all these these terrible oh, oh. military men were doing. I had no idea. Uh. No, he was pretty oh, yeah. well aware. I mean, granted, he did what he had to do to end communism and, well, and, and win uh, the listen, Cold War. It, what's increasingly clear is he forgot what was going on. Yeah, that's sad. Th- th- now they're saying they had to have a guy on him all the time. to, to re- Even know, in the 80s, huh? The second, the second uh, term. Like at, right after Reykjavik, wow. apparently I just read this this weekend. Apparently during Reykjavik, yeah. there was some he said some weird things where they were like, "Uh oh, he's not, he's forgetting." Uh oh, get on him and watch him. He should <laughs> so, buy like a media company. So. <laughs> nice, um, like Murdoch. Yeah, saying bad things about Murdoch. Sure. Um, did you hear? By the way, did you watch uh, Real Time with uh, Bill Maher? No, but I well, saw that you know, Chris was on. It. Chris you know, Hardwick was on. Yeah, right? and yeah. he was awesome. Yeah. 
Um, but did you see that? Uh, you know, they're, they're potentially Rupert Murdoch's going to buy Time Warner, which would means he'd be. It's not going to happen. But but it's being talked about. Yeah. And then he would be the owner of HBO. Yeah. And so Bill Maher is like, well, you understand. Like, let let me be very honest with you, people. He's talking about it live on on his show, which yeah. is a live show. Yeah. Uh, if that happens, I'm out of a job. Yeah. Like, he will fire my ass. I've been nothing but critical of him, you know? Yeah, he will be. Um, it was just great. It was, like, and so And we'll bring him out over anywhere he wants to go. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> anywhere he wants to oh. go, take him. Yeah. Oh, I'd, but, I'd get a second mortgage on my house to, to do a radio show or a TV anything show with Bill, Bill. Maher. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, but, but people keep misconstruing him having some sort of giant control over the news media because he'd have Fox and CNN. The government won't allow that. The no. CNN, CNN will spin out automatically, spin off. Do you? What's the biggest monopoly you think we've ever seen? Uh, sir, well, I was going to say in our lifetime, but you've probably seen other stuff before. First of all, me. How, how dare you? How dare you? No, but I don't know. I don't know what went on, uh, like as far as media in the sixties and shit. But I was going to say, like, well, I just mean, the fact that there are only three networks, right? But but that was silly for for Bill Gates to have to bail out Apple in the late nineties. Yeah, like that was pretty. Like that was essentially him saying. I need you to go survive so that I don't look like I'm a fucking monopoly. Like, Maybe. I don't. I, I think that's what he was going through. People, so, did you, people did you, can't did, construe me to be the monopoly that I am. Did you so watch I'm the movie Jobs? Your, with, uh, I did. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was nice. Well, nicely I, described. I like the movie a lot more than I thought I would. And I, and I thought to, he was better. I, I have to defend uh, Kelso. What's his name? Ashton uh, Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. He was much better than I thought he could be. Yeah. But the, the only thing I like really took away from that film was, goddamn, Josh Gad's a good actor. Like he's like the best young, one of the best young actors on the planet. He's so he's you know so I didn't, I didn't, good. I didn't even realize that Wozniak was Josh until you yeah. just mentioned it. That's how good he is. He was so. good. And by the way, I've met Steve Wozniak many times. He's a weird dude, right? I met uh, him once at uh, Dancing with the Stars when what, he was on what's Dancing that? with the Stars. Dan- and Josh Gad, what? You've met him as well. Oh, oh no, I know, and I love I, him. I, I, I think he was intimating that. Yeah, no, no, no. And, and but but J- Drew usually forgets everybody, but I think he, you were Josh. I, yeah. I was taken with. And and what I was even more taken with is when I saw the Book of Mormon and remember him mentioning it and me being such a stupid f about it. Going, yeah. What you're doing? What? Well, it was just weird because what Drew's referring to is Josh came on to promote something else. It wasn't a even sixteen hundred ten. It was it was something. Yeah, it was, it was way like a smaller before, film, yeah. way before. And he was talking to us off the air, and he was he was a very very uh, nice, charming guy. guy. Yeah. Um, and we were just shooting the shit, and Drew mentioned how much of a fan he was of, of South Park, and we. And he's like, I'm actually doing, uh, getting prepared to do a play with these guys. It, he's like, I think this is Trey and Matt trying to get ostracized from Hollywood. This is so overboard. Yeah, he goes, I can't believe they're going to do it. I can't but believe they, they're but it's going this. forward, yeah. I think, but it, but it looks over the top. It's crazy. And oh, then, my God. And then, like, a year later, we, you know, we see this thing in the paper. Oh, and I go and see it 18 months later, and I'm blown away. Yeah. I tried to reach him multiple times through Twitter, which, by the way, came into being across that 18 months. You know what I mean? That's when yeah. Twitter really started. And uh, no, never responded. But anyway, so I'm still a huge fan. Steve Wozniak, you you said is he a weird guy? No, I know he's a weird guy. I met but, well, but he, he was a weird guy when I met him. I don't, I can't. But make I would say about what he's he, like. He's a a, he's an unusual guy, but he's much more personable than most people that are that unusual. Yeah, does that okay. make sense? Yeah, yeah. He 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 really is very personable. Uh, but wears like weird watches and has gadgets and but but very always very engaged and exciting and stuff. So what the f? Was your wife doing this weekend? My wife made a film. This weekend. I, I know that. What the hell, Anderson? My wife made a film this weekend with uh, uh, Giovanni Ribisi. 
I see. I see. And when this I say Instagram, when I say made a film, like she, Giovanni, they had like twelve hours to make a film. So Giovanni get, get the project and do it. Giovanni didn't make it, and then she started it. She and Giovanni Ribisi together were the creators, writers, directors, and made the film. A, is a contest or something? They originally wanted to enter something called the Forty Eight Hour Film Festival, right. which is you have forty eight hours. You get you get everybody shows up at seven p.m. this past Friday. Yeah, and you get your genre. You get uh, like a, you, you get a couple lines that have to be in the movie. And then you get, and then you go, and then on Sunday, which was today, um, you you have to have it turned in. This is what they did. Yeah. So she gets Giovanni Ribisi, and, and what do you mean uh, she gets him? Was she already in with him? The, he and his filmmaking partner approached Bianca about the idea of entering the contest, okay. and she said, "I'm in, but I want to make it. I don't want. I." She's been dying to. She started writing and and getting into like creating uh, a little over two years ago, mm-hmm. right? Right about the time we started uh, when we got married. She put together treatment for this one film about uh, it was kind of autobiographical about being divorced and moving to Venice and being like kind of like a, in the in a, like a mediocre successful actress in, in Hollywood and like with the lifestyle of kind of being an actress but not being that successful kind of you're just everybody's getting everybody's leftovers that that kind of shit. Um, and so she started making some really interesting stuff. She got involved with Giovanni as far as like he has a, he's a really like. Like uh, alarmingly prolific guy, he has his own. He has his own home in Silver Lake that he devotes to just movie making. He has his home with his family where he lives, and then he has another house in Silver Lake that's a screening room, a, a production bay, editing the whole deal. I mean, he's got crazy. crazy top of the line film uh, film um, equipment, the whole deal. I, I'm looking at the picture that they took on the set. Mm-hmm. I'm using the word loosely. Where's Giovanni here? Is he in there? He is the guy with the briefcase-looking thing in the khaki pants. Let me see. Here. He's, a, he's a diminutive fellow. The briefcase-looking thing. Khaki oh, yeah, pants, there he is. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. There we go. Okay. And, and how'd it go? Uh, I loved it. I love the film. They got they got about they got about 75% of the way done. Is she in it? She's the, she, there's only two characters, and she's one of them. Wow. Um, so they got about 75% of the way done, editing and everything. And he stopped it, and he said, I don't want to turn this into this film contest. I want to enter it into another festival in, like, a couple – it's it's too good. He's like, I I don't want it – if we finish it today, if we really power through and get it done and and make it as as beautifully imperfect as we can in a 48-hour period, I'll turn in one product. If I sit on this for another three weeks and we really put our time together, we can make something that's really – moving and Crazy. so they they had a little powwow which i went to wow and uh they and they decided to just take their time with it so so where are they going to enter it you you kind of got to go through this process i'm i'm very naive to all this but i guess the entering process to the big ones tribeca sundance it's like kind of like a you're like ahead. college exam i mean or a college entrance thing you pitch it and then like they decide whether or not you're worthy to come to your yeah 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 like the the toronto film festival the uh, other really big ones yeah you can just enter it you know, oh, South by Southwest, but I guess like the really kind of hoity-toity ones, you gotta they gotta like choose you. So Sundance, Tribeca, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and then well, exciting, yeah, and then you know if you get you get the the nod from those, you can go to like Cannes and stuff, and that's the cool because especially with short film, can you describe what it's about? Uh, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I I don't think there's any anything preventing me from even describing the film in well, detail. Ahead. It's it's a short, yeah, um, and uh, I'll, you know what? I'll get into all the ins and outs of the film right after this break. All right. Don't move. Uh, this is Mike and Doctor Drew show. 
Hey, I want to take a minute to bring up Amazon, who has been a great supporter of Loveline, our podcast, and uh, which used to be behind a paywall, and now we have sponsors. And the way we were able to remove that paywall was with those sponsors and now with Amazon click-throughs. Amazon gives Loveline a small commission each and every time you buy something with our affiliate program, provide you click-through on the Amazon banner on our website. Buy exactly what your loved ones want and have it shipped directly to your home. No hassle, no stress, no lines. Just go to Podcast One, go to the Loveline landing page, click the Amazon banner, or go to lovelineshow.com and click on the Amazon banner there. Everything you purchase from that link will help keep the wind in the sail of this production and this podcast. Both Loveline and Mike and Drew and everything at Podcast One needs a taste to stay afloat. Keep the podcast free. If you bookmark the page, you'll be able to skip the stages and support the podcast by buying what you are already planning on purchasing. So go ahead and bookmark the page right through that banner. But right now, back to the show. All right, Brian, if people have not been listening to the Film Vault Weekly, what have they missed? Well, who are these people? They're people that don't listen. Why don't they listen? I don't know. They missed some pretty fantastic top five lists, including... Portrayals of the devil. They have no idea. Top five wedding scenes, top five dumb characters, which they are for not listening. That was a great list, by the way. Top five dumb characters. That's a pretty good one. Uh, Top five weapons. Top five inanimate objects. So please, please do yourselves and your ears a favor. Listen to the Film Vault. The Film Vault over on Podcast One. That's O-N-E. Welcome back to the Mike and Dr. Drew show. Uh, Drew brought up something that I guess my wife was putting up on Instagram. I don't and, see. And by the way, they were doing this in probably the most unusual weather I've ever seen in Southern California. Certainly for August. It is weird. Yeah. It's weirdly, it's like, it really looks tropical. It, yeah, no, you feel, if you, it, it's like being in Hawaii or the, uh, or the, the, the Caribbean it, we, or something. We never have this weird high overcast with sort of weird peculiar thunderstorms yes. rumbling through it. It never well, happened. Well, for those of you who are not familiar with Southern California, you may get an impression of it that's one way, but you forget that this is the desert. Absolutely. Southern California is the desert, so Flat it's dry, yeah. and, it's, uh, and uh, you know, it's hot, in the, especially in the summer. Um, it's, right now, it's very muggy, it's and, it's, and it's humid, and, and, it and it's rainy, even though bit. it's hot. Weirdly rainy. So, so anyway. they, they made this film in the middle of that. Was it an indoor film or an outdoor film? Half and half. Half and so half. tell me, what, what is it? Um, it's about, it's a short film, yeah. um, and it's about a mother and her child, and she's trying to get him out of bed, and it's like the junior high age kid, you know, oh, just a boy. It's awesome. She's a single mother. Is that kid the, the kid? Uh-huh, yeah. He's like Andy Milanakis. Yes, very, very oh, Andy Milanakis. That's awesome. Um, a bigger kid, you know, yeah. but he's, it's like sixth grader. Yeah. And- she, it's just the process of waking up in the morning and trying to get your kid to school on time. Brilliant! Um, what a great idea! But you don't, you don't really know why there's no father. You don't really get the detail. Just see, you take away the kind of the struggle to be the boss when you're a single parent, and the How dichotomy, the, the dichotomy between the child and the and the and the wife How and the mom. It's about seven and a half minutes. Eight minutes. Yeah. It's like a play. It is, it is, and the kid was awesome. The kid was a really talented actor. Did you, you know? watch them film it, or you just seen? I watched pieces, you know, well, because because um, uh, we have our daughter, so yeah. Um, I, I watched. I looked at that. And I thought, oh, Mike's at home taking care of Magnolia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there was also like half the time I was on set taking care of Magnolia. Are, so are, are you guys getting, making her mobile now? We're trying. It's good. Yeah, we're you, trying. You really got to do that. No, and um, you know the thing I'm really going out of my way to do is yeah. I don't do baby talk to her. I talk to her like an adult, you know. What yeah. I, and when I say I talk to her like an adult, I don't go, "Hey, fucking bitch," you know. I mean, I, I, I That's talk. Why you talk to an adult. I go, "Hey, Magnolia, person Magnolia, you want to put your dress on? You want to put your yeah. dress on, honey?" I don't do the, you know. I, yeah. And I don't know if there's any benefit to that, but I feel like 
maybe she'll have better language skills. Yeah, you know, we'll maybe. See. And there, they, I, although I, although there was some data I just looked at the other day that shows that you know how yeah, parents try to get kids to walk, mm-hmm. and it turns out the more you, the more you work with kids at walking. The more you delay their progress, I'm not going to. I know. <laughs> is that, listen, is that interesting? If it was up to me, she wouldn't walk ever because I, it would make my saying, life so much but, easier. But I, I don't know that language may have a similar sort of quality to it. Just got to let it happen. It happens. So I, I, I'm sort of got media. I mean, not media, but social media. No, no, no. I, I've, I've said my piece about that. More like uh, television and, and, and you know film on my mind. And I read another article this weekend about the Nick. Yeah. Oh, that looks good. Well, it's about doctors, right? by doctors at the turn of the century. Yeah. And it's going for broke on being accurate. I mean, mm. it's about some what surgeons. What a brutal job. Surgeons. Yeah. And if you notice, if you look at the pictures in the New York Times, even the LA Times, they are showing these surgical arenas where they would do surgery in front of like 50 other dudes. They'd just be, be just row after row of people in a surgical arena, an arena, and the guys doing the operation would be down like, okay, now this here we're bringing the uterus up, bare hands. Did you notice that? They're barehanded. That's Clive Owen, right? Yeah, Clive That's going to be a good movie. And, I mean, a good uh, show. It's going to be good. It's gonna, but the, you watch but, The Leftovers? I watched I watch, <laughs> I watch People's Couch rendition of The Leftover. People's I'll, I'll get to that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me no, finish sure. this first because I want to talk about Drunk History, too, which is- um, I haven't seen any of it, so don't oh give me- I don't want to get into that conversation. He, they on on the people's couch, which is where I catch up on reality shows, which yeah. is basically these families watching reality shows in in ridiculous little. Uh, yeah, but the, the, the leftovers isn't a reality show. But they do they they do, do other show, shows. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they the families all declare it drunk history is the best show on television. It I, is I, absolutely is. But anyway, it's fucking back to amazing. The, the Nick, which which is that during the Civil War, uh, ab- significant abdominal wounds. Like an abdominal wound had a, about a ninety five percent fatality rate. Well, no shit. Unless you did surgery, then it was 100 <laughs> 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 percent. So, right, right. That's what went on. Then well, they, they could do orthopedic yeah. stuff, which is basically chopping off limbs, but abdominal stuff would get infected, and they had nothing they could do with it. Because once you once you rupture a viscous, once the bowel contents gets loose in your abdominal cavity, you're you're done for. And antibiotics change all that. Also, well, your gut, technique. your gut really is your life force. Huh? I mean, obviously, your heart's your life force. But I meant like if you start fucking with your stomach. On the inside, and something goes wrong, you're it, done, it, right? It's it's the f- infection. Infection is the problem. It just yeah. it just roars through. Well, because that. that's where your poo is. I mean. Yeah, and so if you if you if you even nick one of those, and the poo content or anything along the way, along the road to poo comes out into the into the <laughs> on the road to poo. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> Anderson, mark that as our new uh, uh, porn series <laughs> on the road to poo. I know I'm going to get a picture tomorrow with the caption on the road to oh. poo from you. Thank you. Oh, on the road to right, poo so, rips. So, so Drunk History is who I, I have begged them to let me get on that show. I, I, but the problem is, uh, my wife reminded me, the problem is they want me to be the drunk guy. And I said, no, 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 no. That, yeah. wouldn't, that wouldn't go. Uh, but they want, they had real act. They, have, they have a, did a thing on Detroit. Basically, the story is they take comedians, they get them who hasted they have them study a piece of history, get them wasted, and have them tell that history that they've learned. Yeah. And they film it. And then they have people Can't act out. Can't you fake out. wasted? Can't you do fake wasted? It's still... I mean, for, why, for I your might well, I might as well be real. It's the same impact on my... you know. Well, no, because I, I mean... Re- would I fake, fake it or really do fake it? Fake drunk Drew wouldn't say something that would really be bad for yeah, Drew. Yeah, but it's not just the, the lack... I've, I, even when, I have a pretty good governor on myself, mm-hmm. even, no matter what. 
Um, yeah, but I don't. You don't strike me as a guy who any who even gets drunk anymore. Right. I don't. I mean, ugh. Yeah. I, and it just sounds it sounds awful to me. But I don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to do, do it. it. I mean, I mean yeah. yeah, they they did a thing anyway. They, they, the actors and actresses act out. They the into their mouth. They they voice. They mouth exactly what the drunk person is saying, including their coughing and spitting and vomiting. <laughs> it's very funny. And they did a thing on Detroit with the Kellogg's brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the one brother, the the famous Kellogg, is a, the head of this sort of uh, sanitarium, this sort of health camp. Mm-hmm. And uh, he becomes this wealthy health guy. Camp. And uh, he finally bring, convinces his brother to come along to be his scribe, basically, and to help with the kitchen. And, of course, the brothers, in the actual in the actors in this piece, it's uh, Owen Wilson and uh, his brother, Luke Wilson. Ugh. And it's hysterical. Anyway, the uh, because the o, the Luke Wilson character, the underling brother, leaves out the dough that they're using to make cereal overnight of a mold forms in it, and so when they press it, it turns into flakes. He invents cornflakes. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah. And then then CW Post is visiting this this health camp, and they're going, "Oh, look what we feed our we feed everyone here. It's all vegetarian, and we have these cornflakes." And he goes, oh, "I'll take that." He t- he bought Post buys cornflakes. Uh, the brothers get in a big fight over it. The underling brother says, no, I'll put sugar on it. That's what will sell, Frosted Flakes. And he eventually wrestles it away from his brother. And that's becomes, a, uh, Frosted and that's Flakes the, sound And delicious. that's the Kellogg's we know of, the Kellogg's cereal company. Fro- Frosted Flakes are delicious. Right. With, like, really good whole milk, Frosted Flakes is fucking bomb. Mm-hmm. But that's a f- F you to your body. That's like a that's a, f- that's a you know, you to your but, fucking body. But like anything, if you're otherwise good to it and all of a sudden one one meal you want to do that to it yeah it's I not even gonna I agree. It's not even gonna budge no but but i don't listen if i'm gonna have frosted flakes i'm having seven bowls <laughs> you know and that's the thing with super sugary stuff like that is that's that, the first time i realized you have the same dietary problems i have you really have the same stuff well like yeah that. but but see like pizza or 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 a yeah. burger yeah like i can have like i'd be like you know what it's time to cre- it, double double smells really good yeah i'll go have a double double yeah something about sugary shit and i think that it's the insulin response but yeah something about sugary shit like i'm not stopping i'm gonna yeah. eat that entire tub of fucking ice cream yeah. once i taste it so and then i go to sleep and then i'm like <laughs> what if you had like i was reading about david david cameron is that no james cameron David Cameron is the the uh, prime minister, prime minister of, yeah. of England. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, James Cameron and his like he's working on his next submarine. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he has to make like uh, Avatar two and to get. Yeah. To, he, he he essentially has traveled deeper in the sea than anyone, even than scientists. Really? Like Dave, James Cameron has gone deeper. Why? What's it. he doing? Well, because he's just he's so fucking crazy rich. He just wants, but is is this for the film? He wants to look at other worlds, it's, or it's I think fifty fifty for the film and then for his ego. You know what I'm saying? Like he has the money, mm-hmm. he builds these insane submarines oh, that can wow. withstand pressure the de- huh. better than even the military, better than. So he owns them. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. It's that. out of his pocket. He's like wow. he's this crazy, you know, multimillionaire. He's got Oprah money, and he goes instead of. A house in Montecito. I want to go deeper in the ocean than anyone. He and Elon Musk got to get together. Yeah, no, he's a very Elon Elon yeah. Musk esque dude. And I was thinking to myself, like, well, that's his thing. Like that, James Cameron clearly is like he has a, a a an explorer's spirit. Yeah, and he has half a billion dollars, so yeah. that's what he's going to do with his money. Yeah, I wonder what would you do? Like, if you had just f you fucking money, and and nowadays. That type of what what is considered fuck you money 
Here's what I would do. I it's harder to get it, but I feel like pe- the people who do get it stay there nowadays oh, in 2014. They did, you know? right? Mm. I mean, because they'd, they'd get it by gambling and they'd gamble right. it away. Don- Donald Trump in 1987 had fu money they and, he, and he lost it all, yeah. all yeah. you know. And then, but he, he built it back up. But yeah. but I don't think like I don't think people who have a half a billion dollars in 2014. Yeah. Run any risk of losing it somehow, you know? Well, because because a Donald Trump that makes two hundred million is making it by leveraging and taking risk, yeah. And now he's managed that risk; he's gotten far enough ahead that he can, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's like it's like playing blackjack. You get so far ahead, you can start leaving bigger bets. You on don't the table. you don't have to be Carlos Slim or Bill Gates to have fu money, right? I think so once you get you up, ask me, here's what I think: if you get up over fifty million, do you feel like that's fu money, like liquid, oh, yeah. liquid fifty million? Oh yeah, yeah. Like you could oh essentially God. piss away your money, right? I, I, well, here's what I would do. I would uh, spend two years at poolside. <laughs> yeah. I would travel. I don't think you would. I think that no, you... I would. And then here's the crazy part. Yeah, I think I'd want to get involved in government or something, something to make a difference. Why? Why? But see, I don't know. Because I feel like I'm... I don't know if you have fifty million dollars liquid. I don't know if government's the place where you can make a difference. I think you can make a much bigger no, no, difference in the private sector. No, 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 no. I don't mean with the money. I mean with the freedom. I meant with your with your influence. No, the free- it doesn't seem like every guy I know, and even very moral, very noble people, John Cho, the, yep. the actor, yep. Tom Morello. Yep. Anytime they actually get involved in Capitol Hill or get in the government, yep. or they become a, a representative, or they yep. work for a representative or a senator, yep. they always go, "Well, you really can't do shit. It's pretty much a lost cause." You, getting involved in government is meaningless. But it may be true. That may be true. Here's what I think: money really gives people is freedom. Yeah, right? freedom to go do whatever the hell. So I'm and, like, and so to me, whatever the hell, I have such. Not fly to space? Because I was no, thinking about space. I got zero for that. Zero. Dude, you could say- oh, I yeah. didn't want to go up one see, of those planes see, outside that outside of you, the atmosphere? Nah. I was in space. I was there. I don't give a fuck. I, I, I have so much reverence- Kill people? For our history, the, 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 our government's history. Yeah. Just to go be a part of it and participate in some fashion. Yeah, but it's me, a lose-lose. I, I don't care. Okay. Just the, just the awe of being- I agree there, with that. To me, would be. But then if I, I had the freedom then, yeah. to go do whatever. Okay. Do, you, do, you, do you mean like? But here's the thing with me. Do you mean California government, or do you mean no, move I to mean, Washington D.C.? I mean D.C. Okay, then I but, I might be with but, you. But here's my thing: is life is about making a difference. It just is. Right. And, and so, if I'm not engaged in some way, I, I, I would take a break, <laughs> you know, for a few years. But I'd have to go back to, to being making the difference. You have to. I, I said this to Adam the other day. I said, "Look, we have lost track in this country of the difference. We, we've 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 suddenly started to think about oh, the good life, the good life, the good life, the good life is bullshit. Yeah, a good life. People have forgotten the meaning of what makes a good life. A good life, giving back to the planet. Yeah, people. Yeah, giving back to people, making a difference for other people, and and." And more than just making a, you know, building a skill that then you dedicate to making a difference. And it may feel like hell. Yeah. That's they a, suck. That's a good life. That's even better. It's not yeah. the good life. It's even more of a gift when you're what it's you a good do life. to give back to people. It's, is, it's, yeah. it's, it's, where, it's why people make a lot of money go, oh, now what am I going to do? Oh, I feel, I feel so depressed. I'm empty. Uh, yeah, no shit. You didn't do, you're not. That's not a good life. That's the good life. Yeah. And this country's lost track. Well, that's of that what completely. that's why I said to you of a couple of years ago and you're like, "I don't know, man. I mean, to me it's like, well, we uh, we're all in this race together and it's what? like you got, I was talking about how like these guys like essentially there shouldn't be investment bank. Like 
Because you may make $50 million if you're working for, you know, yeah, but a lot Lehman of those guys, listen, a lot of those guys are super smart and then they go out with the freedom and do other stuff. Right. I know a lot of those guys. That's my point is that unless you do that, you've you've devoted so much time, attention and focus Just and to effort money. to making so much money and you've, you've done nothing. You've, oh, it's a disaster. There's zero service it's a and product in what that, you that's do. That's where all that moral bankruptcy comes from. Right. Because then they're they're looking for the next high. And least, that's that is an addiction. At least if you're, at least if you're Kobe Bryant, say what you want about or, or any athlete. But at least Kobe, he's providing something. My point. Yeah. That's exactly. People are like, oh, they're overpaid. Uh, no, do you know how fucking crazy it is to like to to get twenty minutes of of pure bliss from Mike Catherwood because the Lakers right. won a championship? You know right. what I'm saying? Like Kobe right. does a service. Right. If you are working for, uh, you know, uh, what's the big the biggest one? The, the one biggest everybody. What? Uh, investment bank, the one everybody always refers to, the Goldman. one, huh? Goldman, Goldman Sachs. If you're like a CEO or even a major, major like a, a head honcho at Goldman Sachs, yeah, you may be in, in, fiercely intelligent. You probably are to get to that point, but all you're doing is figuring out logarithms on how to make more money off of people's money. You do nothing. I mean, you essentially don't give back. Anything. I, I think, I think to the to a large extent, that is a distortion. Because I, I've had the pleasure of meeting some of these guys, and all they're interested in is doing good. Right now, their priority is making money, and then later no, they listen, leave that and begin very catch, interested. You're in doing catching good. them on the tail end where they have yeah, some fucking that's awakening. Right, that's right. That's I'm right. talking about the guys who are my age that no. are making a million Th- and a those half, are not, and they're on the way up, and they're those like, are, those they're are, insane people. Yeah, they're investment bankers doing these. They do these uh, sort of almost residencies, these internships for a couple of years, and, and they just drive themselves to distraction. They work. They work. Yeah. 18 hours a day, yep. every day, yep. with no vacations. Weekends, yeah. And they and they. And they make a shit ton of money. And yet, <laughs> that sounds like my residency, and we make no money. <laughs> but you were and, saving lives. But that's the point. You, you're, uh, you're, you're engaged in this very privileged activity, and uh, it was so, always meaningful. Was so always you would meaningful. give back. You would figure out a way to get back. Maybe get into government. You wouldn't kill people? Kill people? Yeah. No. I'd go to, like, Jordan or something and pay. go to these one of these services where you can give them, like, $500,000, and you can be, like, a mercenary. No. Oh, I'd do that. Sure. If I felt like it, it would make it, you know, that yeah, yeah. need this You're shit. You're not killing random people. You're you know, killing bad people. If something needed to be done, eh. that would be an interesting. Yeah. I'd do that. Thing. I, I don't think I'd, I'd also do good, but I'd also kill people. I, that would be a little tough for me. Yeah. But to go fight alongside of somebody, I don't know. Mixed about that. I'd take like young gangbangers that had no like nothing going for them, and I'd take them to a strip club, and they'd make it rain with like like seven hundred thousand dollars. To be like, get these girls to bukkake, all fisting. What are you talking about? Like, poor young kids that have no nothing going for them. Yeah. I'd let them go, just go crazy at, like, Spearmint Rhino. That'd be terrible for them. They'd spin out and... Oh, maybe you're right. All right. I love you guys. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.